All right, Tuesday night and we are live. Hope everybody's doing good. Be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Going to start off tonight with some Biden quick hitters and some semi-quick hitters just to look over what the Biden administration is on and about doing. As always, lots of corruption, lots of deep state hackery, lots of like secret police activity. Let's look at this. Uh, Canicoa the Great tweet. The Biden administration has a point. Here we go. So we had a disinformation governance board. That, that ended up, of course, being squashed. But if it, you know, if they could, I mean, to think about it right now, if you and I, we wouldn't have risen up against those things if our representatives had, hadn't risen up, uh, risen up against the Disinformation Governance Board. We'd have Nina Jankowicz right now running a Disinformation Governance Board, i.e. running Facebook, i.e. running Twitter, running YouTube, and trying to get rid of Rumble, trying to get rid of Truth, trying to get, uh, get rid of, uh, of Getter, trying to get rid of Gab and everything else. All right, so here's the latest thing. It never ends. It just literally never ends. And a lot of it is about their alleged, the alleged, the alleged police state, the policing of disinformation. Disinformation to a Democrat is truth that's spoken against their narrative. That's all disinformation is. Things that are against democracy, that they say is against democracy, is against what is their version of democracy, which is censorship, slaughtering the unborn, vaccine mandates, and everything else you could possibly name. So, I mean, that, that's their version of democracy. Their, their version of democracy is what they're doing, of course, in the UN right now, of course, what they're doing in the European Union, which is mass censorship for, the, for, alleged, for alleged, you know, allegedly trying to police disinformation as if we're not all adults and we can decide what is disinformation and, and what is information. And this is coming from the people who have gotten absolutely nothing right purposely. It's not like they just missed it. These are the purveyors of disinformation who are policing disinformation. But the Biden administration has appointed James Clapper. James Clapper, who is uh, an unabashed perjurer, which I'll get to in just a minute, has appointed James Clapper, Clapper John Brennan, and Paul Goldby, for, former intel officials, to a DHS. Here it is now. I mean, you're just talking about I should warn Aaron on these things because this is where the Soviet music should come in. Because this is, I mean, they, again, and I, I try not to launch into these narratives every single time. But they always call you and I the Nazis. Well, where are you and I coming up with a Homeland Intelligence Experts group? When, when have you and I, when are you and I on the right side of politics... When have, we, when have we ever come up with a disinformation governance board? When, when are you and I ever trying to censor anybody? When, when are you and I ever trying to slaughter the unborn to the tune of 40-plus million per year? Up to the moment of birth and even after birth, and in California, 28 days after birth. When, when, where are you and I ever doing anything like this? When, where, where are you and I ever saying, show me your papers, that you can't buy, sell, trade, or travel? without your Arrive Can app or your Excelsior Pass or your Green Pass, i.e. all of these vaccine passports. Homeland Intelligence Experts Group handling national security issues. What is Here it is. These individuals signed the fraudulent October. These individuals, October 2020. So these, leave it on Aaron. I'll, I'll work right through it. These are the very people who allegedly are going to be policing intelligence, but they're the individuals who signed the fraudulent October 2020 letter deceptively asserting so they are the gestapo they are the kgb they're not which is the kgb and the fbi are exactly the same thing now they are simply handled by a political party they are servants of a political party and that's what this homeland intelligence experts where, where are the republicans on the true republicans nowhere 
But these individuals signed the fraudulent October 2020 letter deceptively asserting, deceptively asserting that Hunter Biden's laptop was likely Russian disinformation, knowing full well it wasn't. And of course, the FBI let him do that. This falsehood significantly impacted the closely contested 2020 election, decided by a mere 44,000 vote margin in Georgia, Arizona, and Wisconsin. Sorry, bring it back to me. So there you go. Great job, Aaron. Thank you for my music. So these very people. Now, here's the thing. I want to get this. I want you to hear this. Reference the the people that were just named. So you have Clapper and Brennan. One lied to Congress about NSA, NSA spying on Americans. That would be James Clapper. Numerous times perjured himself in front of a congressional committee, which is felon. Every time he perjures himself is a felony. Doesn't mean, of course, not charged because this is, we are under a, you know, the, basically the People's Republic of the establishment DC, which is mainly Democrats and, of course, capitulating, spineless, bent over rhino Republicans. So, because James Clapper perjured himself numerous times and an NSA white hat came forward and testified, that the NSA was storing Americans' private information, i.e. your downloads on social media, what you follow on social media, maybe phone calls, everything else you possibly do. The NSA has been storing these things. Aaron, what are like major computer storage? Uh, server farms. Server farms. Storing yeah. these things in server farms, all of, you know, wherever they have it. I, I, there was a specific state, but I can't remember what state it was. So James Clapper was found to be lying. Of course, he was never tried because the KGB doesn't try the Communist Party. The FBI, which is the KGB or the Gestapo, doesn't try the Democratic Party. So he was found to have lied under Congress, and now he's in charge of the Homeland Intel Experts Group. The other lie, which is now John Brennan, the other lied to Congress about the CIA spying on congressional staffers and, and the extent of drone warfare. John Brennan lied to Congress, also a felony, but of course because... The FBI is nothing but the police force for the Democratic Party. And John Brennan is, is an avowed, devout socialist and communist and a member of the Democratic Party. Of course, so he won't be tried for his felonious, perjurious activity. Both lied about Hunter Biden's laptop. Both signed the 51 former intel chiefs have said that this is all Russian disinformation, which, of course, the FBI allowed to happen. The FBI knowing the entire time, just, just, like, just, um, just like Anthony Fauci, knew the entire time, knew the entire time that this was his gain-of-function virus, uh, SARS-CoV-2. He knew all the entire time. The FBI knew the entire time that this was the, you know, this 51 former intel chiefs uh, signing on saying this is Russian disinformation. They had already uploaded or downloaded or whatever this laptop and had already determined that it was legit and let this lie permeate throughout the entire election, which, of course, makes them guilty of, inter- of campaign interference and multiple felonies themselves, i.e. Christopher Ray and numerous other officials inside of the FBI. They allowed that to happen the entire time because anything a Democrat does, anything, it's not just Democrats, it's just easy, that's for ease of conversation. Any, anything a globalist leftist bourgeois elitist does is absolutely immune from prosecution because the FBI is their police force. The DOJ is the Gestapo. That's all they are. I mean, that's absolutely, and people are like, well, Ray Epps is being finally being charged. I understand Ray Epps is being charged, and we'll get to that in just a minute, I think. But that's not one, well, he's been charged with one misdemeanor. <laughs> one misdemeanor. And how many of you, how many of you all want, let's just do a bet right now. How many of you want to believe, how many of you believe that he'll get one day inside of the D.C. Gulag? No. Absolutely not. 
So this is just because of political expediency. They have to do it so they can take away our argument about, hey, how come you're charging all of us and not him? And they're charging him with one misdemeanor, which I'll get to in a minute, so I don't want to jump ahead of it. But So now you have this Homeland Intel Experts Group run by Brennan and Clapper, two devout perjurists. They both perjure themselves, felonious perjury, and probably numerous other crimes. And it's just like the FBI. The FBI, they knew the entire time that that letter of 51 former intel chief saying this Russian disinformation, they had already uploaded and downloaded that Hunter Biden's laptop and knew it was his, his laptop with, his, with, his, with the videotape showing him that he dropped it off, with the signed form that matched his signature. They already knew it was him. And then Hunter Biden later on says it was his because the attorneys <laughs> are wanting his, his own attorneys want his laptop back. Right. And none of that stopped. None of them, you notice how these people, they never actually come out and say, I was wrong. You know, I mean, Hunter Biden. So after months and months and months of gaslit propagandist Pravda media, none of the media, Clapper, Brennan, and these 51 intel chiefs. And by the way, they, they act like that gives people a moniker of credibility or legitimacy. An intel chief for what? A disgusting cesspool swamp. Who cares if you're in charge of a cesspool? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a former intel chief. Yeah, of a, of a dump, of a feces-filled dump. Whoop-de-doo. Who cares? You know, this it means absolutely no. I mean, the, our, our, our esteemed leaders, we just crossed into $33 trillion worth of debt. We skipped 32. We skipped 30, ever being in 32. I will get to that in a minute, too. And these people, these people come up to us as, as if they have some sort of leadership credibility. $33 trillion in debt, just like the FBI, the entire time they were briefed. Comey was briefed. He was actually briefed by John Brennan. You, who was in the room? You had uh, Barack Hussein Obama, jo- Joseph Robinette Biden. You had Loretta Lynch. You had James Comey in the, in the office being briefed by John Brennan that the entire collusion hoax was, hoax was made up by Hillary Clinton hiring Fusion GPS, well, actually, Hillary Clinton hire, hiring Mark Elias and Perkins Cooey, which hired Fusion GPS, which hired Christopher Steele, which hired Igor Danchenko, which was the entire collusion hoax. They were briefed on it all, and then, J- and then James Comey did a two-year, $42 million investigation into what he knew was a hoax, charging people with crimes, charging people, charging people with obstruction of an investigation into a crime that didn't exist. Yeah. That's exactly what they did. And they, these are the people who now are going to be our home te- Homeland Intel Experts Group. I can't believe, I, I'm, I'm shocked they didn't put James Comey on it. I'm shocked they didn't. They probably just knew they couldn't get away with that, like Nina Jankowitz. All right, here we go. I just have to show you this. I told you, just a bunch of little Biden quick hitters here. BlackRock, Biden administration. So here you go. Uh, BlackRock's former global head of sustainable investing, which is all DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion, CRT, bullcrap. ESG book up, environmental social governance, global head of sustainable investing. That's bug. That's basically bug eating and solar farms. That's what that means. Director. Now he is Biden's director of national of Biden's national economic council. Just so you know, and I'm going to just say this to you again, just to get this out to you. Everything. I mean, listen, folks, and it deals with most of the Republican party too. I'm a devout Republican, devout conservative. I'm going to stay a Republican, all that, all that sort of stuff. But most of the Republican Party is under the leadership of Rona Romney McDaniel. It is corrupt. It is corrupt. They will say what they need to say to be elected. 
And I have not been thrilled with Donald Trump's performance either lately, and I'll get to that too, because I am not an acolyte for anybody except Jesus. Now, I'm not an acolyte for anyone. If they fail, I will call it out. If I fail, I will call it out. I'm not an acolyte. Don't make excuses for anybody. I don't believe everything that Donald Trump does is 4D chess. I think he makes mistakes. He's a human being. And if you believe that everything that he does, if you believe that he is unassailable, then listen, you're a sycophant. You're, not, you're this close to being a leftist. Because you have to be able to call out when political leaders make mistakes. Otherwise, you become a sycophant. You become a blind drone. Back to, back to BlackRock. So BlackRock's former chief of staff for CEO, I'm not even going to bother trying to name that name, he is now Biden's deputy secretary of the Treasury. Lovely. You see, because of this is what I was going to say, and I got distracted, of course is everything is a giant circle bleep. Everything is a symbiote. How it works, just briefly, is this. Is you get elected officials that fund, and that, now this has several different tributaries to the main river. I'll give you a couple. You have, you have government elected officials who have, have come from the private sector, but I'll get to that in a second. But anyway, so they get elected. They fund NGOs, non-government organizations, that then send money back to them. In one form or fashion, example, Planned Parenthood. Planned Parenthood, Donald Trump canceled this to his great credit, and to his great credit ended Roe v. Wade. They sent $600 million per year, the Democratic Party, Democratic Party, like elected Democratic Party officials. Not from the DNC, from you and me, from the tax base. They sent it to $600 million to Planned Parenthood. Then Planned Parenthood, Funds Democratic Party campaigns. Democratic Party campaigns makes Nancy Pelosi rich. I mean, all of it, we, whether it's Maxine Waters, whether it's Ilan Omar, whether it's uh, Bernie Sanders, all have made their spouses rich, which makes them rich because their spouses receive consultancy fees. Ilan Omar in her last election gave her husband $3.5 million dollars for consultancy fees. Bernie Sanders' wife has received $10 million for buying campaign ads because every campaign ad you buy, you get whoever buys it gets a 10% commission. So his wife does all of that. So what happens is, is they fund Planned Parenthood. Planned Parenthood funds their campaigns and their spouses, and they themselves become very wealthy. You have Swalwell flying all over the globe, riding camels without a shirt on, all over the globe, living a very rich life because he funnels monies to NGOs and those NGOs send money back to his campaign. Or you have like Lloyd Austin, who works for Honeywell. He First he works in the Defense Department, then he goes to Honeywell, which is a defense contractor, where the, he then uses his connections inside of D.C. to secure multi-billion dollar contracts for Honeywell. Then he gets hired as the defense secretary where he secures multi-billion dollars contracts for Honeywell and then Honeywell will put him back on the board in a multi-million dollar contract. It's a giant circle bleep symbiote. It's same thing with BlackRock. BlackRock, I'm sure, is receiving uh, umpteen billions of dollars through multi-layered NGOs, multi-layered shell companies go into BlackRock. BlackRock, BlackRock owned by Vanguard. Vanguard. Vanguard owned by BlackRock. It's a giant company which oh, they control something in the neighborhood of six to seven trillion dollars. Something in that, in that ballpark. Then you got Mike Pyle, global chief investment strategist for BlackRock, is now Biden's chief 
economic advisor for Kamala Harris. So they see that now what will happen is they'll secure a bunch of contracts while they're working for the Biden administration. And then the Biden administration will pay their private corporate entities back. That's all that life is about in D.C. It's got nothing to do with the Iwo Jima Memorial, the Vietnam Memorial, the Korean War Memorial, the Washington Memorial, the Lincoln Memorial, and all of the great things in the Constitution and the Bill of Rights and the Declaration of Independence and all that makes this country great. Nothing to do with that. It's a giant circle bleep symbiote. That's what it is. That's all that it is. That's why we're $33 trillion in debt. They are paying themselves off through multi-layered shell companies and NGOs. That's all that, how does Nancy Pelosi worth $200 million? How does Joe Biden live the life of a man who has about $500 million in the bank? His Rehoboth Beach mansion, his Wilmington, Delaware mansion, his cars, and everything else he has. It's impossible. All right, going to the next one. Of FX hedge tweet. Just want to show you, I told you Biden quick hitters, so I'm going to be all over the map here. Mortgage rates rise, staying above 7%. Wall Street Journal. Mortgage rates rose, remaining above. This is case as they campaign on Bidenomics. Here's Bidenomics for everybody. Mortgage rates rose, remaining above 7% for a fifth straight week. The average rate on the standard 30-year fixed mortgage climbed to 7.18%. What was our mortgage rate up, or what is our mortgage rate? So we are 4% we are four percent for our house. <laughs> that's, that's how bad it's gone, 4%. And we actually got a little bit on the high end, too, because it was better than that even before that. The average rate on the standard 30, uh, 30-year fixed rate mortgage climbed to 7.18% um, from 7.12%, so it's gone up a week earlier, according to a survey of lenders released Thursday by, this just last Thursday, four or five days ago, by mortgage finance giant Freddie Mac. It was around 6% a year earlier. It's gone up from 6% to 7% in one year. It's just like Biden's open, I mean, Biden's open borders, Biden's gas prices and everything else, which if you watch the pregame, we had gas prices on there. They're going up. The average price of gas right now is $3.89 a gallon. When Trump left office, it was about $2.39 a gallon. The, um, it was around 6% a year earlier and less than 3% when Trump left office. Less than 3%. When Trump left office, this is on purpose. The average house, the average house in America now costs four hundred and sixteen thousand dollars. The average house, my house that I bought myself, my first. There's the average mortgage rates right there. There it is. Just so you know, this is all. Now you look at the numbers going left to right. Twenty twenty two is the middle figure. Twenty twenty three is the farthest to the right figure. We're almost to the end of that, and it keeps going up and up and up. This is all on purpose. Why? Because of what I just showed you out of Vanguard and BlackRock. So that BlackRock, if the average price, because inflation has nothing to do with them. If you're, if you're worth six, seven, ten trillion dollars, it means nothing to you. And it's all manipulated income and interest rates and, and a bunch of things, to be honest with you, that I don't understand. If I deep, if I deep uh, dived or dove into it, I would understand it. Anybody can. It's just a matter of taking the time to do it. It's like the Bible. You read the Bible, you understand the Bible. Or you can spend your whole life not reading the Bible and saying you don't understand the Bible. Everyone who says they don't understand the Bible never reads the Bible. But anyway, that's Bidenomics, just so everybody knows. That's the truth. It's gas prices through the roof. Mortgage rates are through the roof. The average, high, uh, average price for a home is now $416,000. It's not a brand new home. That's the average price for any home. It's $416,000. means there's some that are less, some that are more. It means it's really ranging from $600,000 to $200,000. You won't get anything less than $200,000. And people cannot afford it. It's on purpose so that, again, the endless symbiote 
of DC money going to Vanguard and, and Vanguard money going to DC to buy DC's money to go to Vanguard. It's an endless symbiote so that Vanguard can own and BlackRock because they each own each other. The, the majority stock owner in Vanguard is BlackRock. The majority stock owner in BlackRock is Vanguard. So they can own all the houses and stipulate when and where you can rent to them, leverage you into a one-world commerce system with a single access point controlled by tyranny, and if you don't check all the boxes, you don't get a home. That's the point of all of it. Well, you know, well, there'll always be another choice, not if they bought up all the houses. There is no other choice. Just like there's only supposed to be six banks in America. That's what they want. And I've named them, and Aaron puts them up for me all the time, whether it's J.P. Morgan, whether it's Wells Fargo, and all those different ones. They don't want you to have any choices because if you have no choices, then they can manipulate your behavior. That's the point of all of this. Control you, subjugate you, subject you. That's the point of everything that you're seeing, whether it's COVID, whether it's climate change, vaccine passports, um, social credit systems, CBDCs, whatever it is. That's the point of it all. It's all the book of Revelation, chapter 13 and 14, unfolding right before your very eyes. But we are to default back to 2 Thessalonians, chapter 2, 3 through 8, where we are the restraining. We don't comply, period. We don't comply. We don't go buy EVs because we're being screamed at because we are putting out a lot of CO2 with our diesel motors. Well, they're putting out tons of CO2, charging their batteries. What's the difference? If I put out CO2 when I drive around my diesel engine, Okay, I put out CO2, which is no harm, by the way, 0.04% of the atmosphere is CO2, of which human beings only make up 3% of that 0.04%. So if I'm putting out CO2 emissions, driving around in my F-250 diesel, which is what I have, then, okay, I'm putting out CO2. Well, I'm not putting that out while I'm driving. Yeah, you're putting it out when you're charging. I put it out while I'm driving. You put it out while you're charging. And you see all the government executives come out, all the, all the, the whether it's the, whether it's you know, gov- you know, government officials or private company officials or, or whatever it may be, make up their very, you know, make up their very excuses, whatever. But they're asked point blank, do we have the infrastructure to be able to charge all of these vehicles? Absolutely not. So think about it this way: they're allegedly trying to save the world through limiting CO2 emissions, but we don't have the electric infrastructure in place to emit massive, more, mass, mass more CO2 emissions to charge their batteries. That makes sense, Aaron? Yeah. All right. There you go. All right, let's go, let's go into Ray Epps here. Julie Kelly tweet. This line, you got to follow Julie Kelly. If you want to know what's going on on 1-6 persecution prosecutions, you have to follow Julie Kelly on, on Twitter. It's a fantastic source. This lame single charge tells us everything we need to know about Ray Epps. No obstruction felony, no civil disorder charge, not even a trespassing. We watched him run through the original gate. The first gate that went down was Ray Epps whispering in the guy's ear. And then you have Ray Epps being videotaped running down the sidewalk to the Capitol after he breached the original gate that was shoved onto a Capitol police officer by the guy he was giving instructions to or possibly giving instructions or allegedly giving instructions to, right? Right. So, but, but he's not even charged with trespassing. He's on video trespassing. He's on video and he's actually on video too. I, I, didn't, I didn't pull this video on the thing, but there's more video footage of him in the giant crowd at the Capitol steps pushing a Trump sign onto Capitol police officers. There's video footage of him. He's not trespassing. <laughs> Crazy. Amazing, but it was because Ray Epps is a FBI or FBI NGO operative or a CIA operative. 
or a State Department operative. It's all true. And the only reason why they're charging him, of course, just like Hunter Biden with his, you know, he's getting his singular gun charge and his little David Weiss, DOJ, little plot for his plea bargain, which was an immunity agreement, which is illegal, which is why he got called out, called out by the judge. It's just all a giant hoax to be able to take away our argument that says you're charging everybody but Ray Epps because the reason you have to charge him. He's not I mean, I, listen, even these people, it's not because they have an ounce of credibility or an ounce of self-respect or an ounce of dignity or an ounce of any sort of human dignity at all. It's because they don't want to get caught. That's it. You sit in there video after video. And tomorrow we're going into the Capitol, he says on 1-5. And then he says it again on 1-6. And then he says it again the next day. And then he's there breaching the Capitol. The very first bicycle rack, the gates that they call, you know, they call them uh, gates with their bicycle racks. It's like a multi-billion dollar funded uh, <laughs> Capitol Police can't do anything better than, ca- than bicycle gates of typical D.C. <laughs> But anyway, so you have them all on video doing all these things. And then, you know, eventually you're like, well, we'll lose all credibility, even with the idiots that follow us. Even the idiots that believe CNN after a while, you show them enough Ray Epps footage. That's why they, that's why they want all the disinformation taken down, which is actually the truth. They want their endless propaganda with nothing to challenge their Pravda Mockingbird uh, Propaganda. They don't want anything. They don't want anything to, to challenge it. So they have to, they have to label it misinformation and come up with their different disinformation governance boards and their various Ursula van der Leyen's in the uh, European Union taking down all social media posts. You got Elon Musk suing California for violating his First Amendment rights. That's why they have to take this stuff down. Is because they don't. They, this is this is the result of their of the stuff they want taken down not being taken down eventually they have to actually legitimately prosecute somebody even though they're not really legitimately prosecuting this is just another show trial just the opposite direction it's just a show trial a singular misdemeanor charge for the guy who did the original breach ray epps did the original breach onto capital property the original trespass was ray epps he's not even being charged with trespassing Julie Kelly goes on. Can't even tell you the last time I saw an information, which is a probable cause affidavit, misdemeanor version of indictment for a J6er on a sole count. She's following every single one of these counts. They are never charged with one count. It's always, uh, whether it's disorder, the disorder charge, trespassing on the Capitol, unlawful parading, uh, trespassing on restricted grounds. It's always stacked up charges. So Tanya Shutkin can send them to 10 years in prison for a charge that should require about a $500 fine. Here's the charging instrument right here. If you look at the bottom part of it, is that you probably can't see it, but I just want to always show you that what I'm telling you is legit. United States versus Ray Epps, James Ray Epps. And he's being charged at the bottom, disorderly or disruptive, disruptive conduct on restricted building ground. That's it. That's all that he's being charged, a misdemeanor. Yeah, you, yeah if you can blow it up. And bring, there you go, right there. That's perfect. So there you go. I just want you to know that's what's happening, of course, with Ray Epps. A little bit more from Julie Kelly. I'll just read this to you. This is from her tweet. The lame single charge tells us everything we need to know about Ray Epps. No obstruction felony, no civil disorder charge, not even a trespassing or restricted restricted grounds misdemeanor. Can't even tell you the last time she saw it. So I, I read that to you already. Just want to make sure you saw it. All right, go to the next one for me. Another Julie Kelly tweet. My goodness, I don't like I don't, you know, don't use the Lord's name in vain. But a D.C. jury just convicted two 70-year-old pro-life activists. So now I want you to keep this in, keep this in mind. So these two 
70-year-old pro-life activists have been convicted under the FACE Act. All right, which I'll get to in a second. But I'll read you the tweet. Pro-life activists and a D.C. judge immediately ordered them into custody. Now, Ray Epps has been charged. Is she in custody, by the way? <laughs> no, it's, I'm, what is it? So it was January, uh, January 6th of 2021, right, Aaron? Yeah. yeah, yeah that, was, that was 1-6, right? Yep. 20, uh, 1-6-21. So now here we are. Um, what is today? September 19th? Yes. September 19th, 2023. Ray Epps is still out. Crazy. He's still out. Two and a half years later. More than two and a half years later. Two years, seven, eight months later. Ray Epps is still out. But man, if you're a 70-year-old person standing out in front of a baby butchering uh, uh, factory, not only do you get charged and convicted under the FACE Act, you get immediately remanded into custody. Announced by D.C. U.S. Attorney. I, I mean, uh, there's so many wormholes. It's tough for me not to get through these podcasts. 908 already, and I'm only like two slides in. I mean, and I've got 40-something to get to. <laughs> so it's hard for me not to get through because I see the names, and all of these things stick in my mind, all right? Announced by D.C. U.S. Attorney Matt, Matthew Graves, whose wife is a radical pro-abortion activist. Leave this up for me for reference for just a moment. Who is Matthew Graves? Matthew Graves is the one who refused... David, and I could, I could spend three hours on David Weiss, who's in charge of the prosecution of Hunter Biden for his tax evasion charges, his gun charges. I'll just, for simplicity of conversation, because a lot of what I'm telling you actually happened and didn't happen and was said and then retracted, and it's just very difficult to, to get into David Weiss because he says one thing one day and one thing the next. So David Weiss requested to Matthew Graves, hey, I'm going to need to charge... Hunter Biden inside of D.C. May I do that? Democratic Party, Goebbels, Gestapo member, Matthew Graves? And he said no. Matthew Graves told David Weiss, that's why you saw that David Weiss has now been promoted, because they took all that heat, because David Weiss, David Weiss came out and said, this is, how, this is how the timeline is. David Weiss came out, see, I, I can't help myself. David Weiss came out and said, I have full prosecutor, prosecute, prosecutorial authority, right? No, leave that up for me, guys. Leave it up for me because I, I need it. So I, am, I will get back to it. So side by side, as quick as you can. So David Weiss says, I, I, have, I have full prosecutorial authority. And then you have the IRS whistleblowers come forward and say, David Weiss told us on, on emails, and here they are, that he wasn't making the decisions. So then David Weiss came back out and said, I don't, I don't have full prosecute, prosecutorial authority. In the midst of that, Merrick Garland lies and says that he does. Then Merrick Garland basically says that he doesn't by promoting him to special prosecutor. So now he doesn't have to go to Matthew Graves anymore. And now you got the bogus, stupid, latest Hunter Biden gun charge. Nothing to do with this mass years. And David Weiss is no good guy. He's no white hat. He slow walked all of this for years. So the statute of limitations ran out on Hunter's tax evasion charges from five, six years ago which are umpteen felonies. All right, so back to this. So Matthew Graves, who uh, you know, remains pro-lifers, should Matthew Graves be a member of the DOJ? If your wife, it's just like the judge in Atlanta who's overseeing Fannie Willis's Banana Republic case, kangaroo court case. His wife is a contributor to Michelle Obama. He should be recused. If you want to be a member... You want to be a judge, you want to be a prosecutor, yes, you're going to vote, and you have every right to vote in America, but you should not be a campaign contributor. And you can't be married to one either, 
because you are now inherently biased. So you have Matthew Graves, whose wife, and I'm assuming, is a mass contributor to radical pro-abortion activism, is now putting pro-life people in prison for FACE Act violations, which, by the way, that's prevent... I'll read the bottom. Uh, go, actually, go to the next one for me. Other, I think is that should be the... Oh, no, stick, go back to... Go, I'm sorry, go back to the one before. I need that bottom part. Three, three defendants convicted of federal civil rights conspiracy and freedom of access to clinic centers, which is the FACE Act, which, of course, again, oh, my gosh. Yeah, I mean, I, it's, tough, it's tough for me to escape all, the, all, all of the facts with these things. What this show's always been about is facts. So you have Washington, D.C. funding Planned Parenthood. $600 million per year of our tax dollars. That money then goes to elect Democrats via Act Blue and goes into the personal pockets of politician spouses who are running their campaigns for consultancy fees. Does everybody get that? Is that clear? Yeah. All right. So now you have the federal government. I mean, you got to get this. You got to get out of this. a giant symbiote circle bleep. You have the, the federal government, which, well, well, it's not really the federal government. Because that's more, that's the, you know, the, the, you know, the, the permanent hirings. This is legislators like Nancy Pelosi and, and, and capitulating Republicans who then fund Planned Parenthood. Planned Parenthood then makes them rich. And then Planned Parenthood says to the people that they're making rich, we need you to make a bogus law where people can't stand out in front of our clinics on public property. So the people who are being made rich are now adhering to the request of the people that are making them rich. That makes sense, yes. Aaron. Yep. That's what the face act did. None, I want you to show me. Please send me one video of one pro-lifer preventing anybody from entering a clinic. They're not preventing anybody. They're standing on the sidewalk singing or reading Bible verses. Nobody's being restrained. Nobody's blocking entrances. Nothing, but they're still being charged anyway. Well, Tom, that doesn't make any sense because if they're innocent, then they can't be charged. Well, that's why they bring him to Matthew Graves. Because, and that's why they made it a federal charge. Because now if you do this in Boise, Idaho, it's a federal charge and they'll haul you in front of a federal court in Washington, D.C., where it's a blue grand jury, a blue jury, a blue judge, a blue prosecutor, a blue defense attorney, and a blue appellate court. So you'll be found guilty automatically because you cannot get a fair trial there. Because it doesn't matter whether you, if you're being charged with the FACE Act, which means that you brutally kept people by force from entering an abortion clinic, which didn't happen. And you, are sh you show the video to people, showing the video to the jury. Here is our defendant as a defense attorney. Here is the defendant not doing what he's charged doing. Here's the entire video, start to finish, two hours long. Here it is. He never committed the act. That jury will still find him guilty. You're like, how can that be? Because it's a political persecution, not a prosecution. Yep. And you hear the idiots on Twitter talking about it's a court of law. It's all fair and just. Okay, well, don't worry. When it not, when we're in charge, then we'll haul you in front of our D.C. All red juries, all red prosecutors, all red judges. That's why the sham impeachment happened inside of Texas of Ken Paxton by Rhino Bush Republicans. Because Ken Paxton, because he can bring people from D.C. into Texas courts. Just like they're bringing Trump in front of it, Fannie Willis, in Atlanta courts. 
That's why they tried to impeach him now. They lost. Absolutely. A Busby, the attorney, is a freaking hero. I kept trying to show uh, different uh, video footage of it. I just never could get to it because there's one big story after another like this one. I could never get to the Paxton impeachment. That's a big story, and it's a big deal that, of course, he's been exonerated because there's absolutely no evidence that he did one thing wrong. And, of course, who's deeply involved in it? Rhino Republicans reporting to the FBI about things that Ken Paxton allegedly did, but there's no proof that he did any of it. You just make it up, and then the FBI, just like they did with the collusion hoax, will investigate it, even though there's absolutely no predicate for the investigation. So that's what happened here. Now, go, go next morning, we have the Jonathan Shellsworth tweet. So here's one of these horrid face act violators, a menace to our society, Gene Marshall. This one right here. That's who Matthew Graves is after. Forget about Antifa. Forget about BLM. Forget about the murderers. Forget about the people who firebombed abortion clinics. Forget about Muslim terrorists pouring across the southern border. Matthew Graves doesn't give two craps about that, but you got to get Gene Marshall. Got to get Gene. Got to make sure that Ray Epps gets some minor little misdemeanor charge and Gene Marshall gets sentenced to 10 years in prison. That's what she's facing is 11 years in prison. Jonathan Shuttlesworth writes, Gene Marshall, 73, was just convicted for blocking the entrance to an abortion clinic, which she never blocked. She never blocked it. She stood outside of it, and you could walk right past her. She never blocked a daggum thing. How is she going to block anybody? For real. So, yeah, I mean, if you're, if you're a 30-year-old woman, 25-year-old woman, how is she going to block you from walking into that clinic? Not blocking anybody. You're like, well, Tom, you can't be charged with blocking the entrance to an abortion clinic while never blocking it. Yes, you can in D.C. Yep. Because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter whether you do it or not. They said you did it, you did it. But all the evidence exonerates it. doesn't matter. It's a blue judge, blue jury, blue prosecutor, blue appellate judge, blue grand jury. It's over. Because these are all political prosecutions. They're putting people in prison for the crime of being a Republican or being a conservative, being a pro-life activist. For blocking the entrance to an abortion clinic and now faces 11 years in prison. Big thanks to the Justice Department, Merrick Garland, Lisa Monaco, Matthew Graves. We all now sleep better knowing she's off the streets. Yeah, what a threat to society, right? Of course, Jonathan says that with great mockery. You know, make sure you follow Jonathan Shuttlesworth on all social media. Is one of the greatest preachers in the world. Actually, my second favorite preacher in the world is Jonathan Shuttlesworth, right after Rodney Howard Brown. Where we got here? What'd you put up there? Is that for me? Is that the video? Yeah. Oh wow, I didn't recognize it. Yep. You got, I'm seeing the next screen. All right, Epic TV video. Just showing you another thing. This again, I'm switching subjects all over the place. Just want to show you Biden's DOJ. Of course, this didn't happen under the Biden administration, but just more about the FBI. Play for me. John Durham's report disclosed that three separate investigations into the Clinton Foundation were opened by the FBI in January 2016. We now know what the FBI was investigating, at least a very big part of it. In April 2015, the New York Times published a story about the Clinton Foundation, a flow of cash donations, and a company called Uranium One. The article was titled, Cash Flow to Clinton Foundation Amid Russian Uranium Deal, and it detailed how Uranium One was sold to Russian government-controlled interests, giving Russia effective control of one-fifth of all uranium production capacity in the United States in the process. Blocking the entrance to an abortion clinic under the FACE Act for blocking an entrance to an abortion clinic. That's the FBI's priority, while Uranium One, which is owned and operated by Vladimir Putin himself, just so you know. And Hillary Clinton made sure that she sold... 
because it's a giant symbiote. I can go into all the globalist end of the symbiote too, because here's the globalist end of it. While you, while you, while Hillary Clinton went to Barack Hussein Obama and said, "Hey, hey, Brock, hey, Bobby, do you mind if I, if I send, if I sell one fifth of the United States uranium stock to Vladimir Putin under uranium one? Do you mind? Because Billy." is going to do two speeches in Moscow for $500,000 a piece. Do you mind? And Uranium Run contributed $140 million to the Clinton Foundation. Giant symbiote. And then all the Christians put the mass on at the orders of people like this. Lock down their churches. Stand six feet apart. Put out alcohol gel stations. Buy electric vehicles tout vaccines from their pulpits as vaccine pimps and whores from the these from these people they're following orders from these people who sold one-fifth of the united states stock of uranium uh, uranium to vladimir putin so billy clinton could do five two five hundred thousand dollar speeches and 120 to 140 million dollars was given to the clinton foundation from uranium one and then all the christians take orders from people like this because fauci's no different Fauci's may, may even be worse. Who knows? All right, let's go to the next one. Jack Posobiec tweet. Here's just again all over the place. Here's why they're persecuting through prosecution Donald Trump. Here's the map with the Reuters poll numbers today. No, Now you know why Dems are hitting the panic button about, about Biden. I, I mean, yeah, thank you, Aaron. You're the best. Awesome. Oh, th- I actually sent you that. Good. Here, this is where it lands right now, just so everybody knows. This is what the poll numbers are showing, whether it's Paris or anybody else. This is what the poll numbers are showing. And by the way, what poll is this? Reuters. Reuters is like partially owned by Pfizer. <laughs> Understand, this is, this is the best they can come up with. This is lies. It's actually worse than this for yeah. them, for the left. This is the best they can come up with right here. It's just like all their vax information, all those things that I put out all the time. They're all lies. It's all horrific. But it's still lies because they're painting the best picture they possibly can paint. This is the best picture they can paint right now. This is why he must go to prison. That's why they're trying, you know, through what is it, Article 14 or whatever it is, trying to keep Trump from being able to even run for president. Because this is where it is right now, according to all polling data, according to Reuters, which is akin to an MSNBC poll. 312 electoral college votes for Trump, Biden 226. That's why they're trying to politically persecute him right now. Go to the next one for me. This is what I talked about earlier. Rep Dan Bishop tweet, one trillion more in debt. We totally skipped thirty-two trillion. It's oh, it's listen. This is this is this is a congressman. This is legit. He has he has access as a congressman has access to the Congressional Budget Office, the CBO. This is absolutely true. We skipped thirty-two trillion dollars. We never spent. I mean, we we're you know of course we went through it in ten seconds. But normally, you know, we're at thirty-one trillion for a year. Then it's thirty-two trillion for say twenty twenty-four. And then we hit 33 trillion for 2025. Nope. We managed to jump from 31 trillion in the 31 trillions, even though it was high 31 trillions, all the way to 33 trillion in a month. One trillion more debt since June. Well, a couple months. June, July, August. And since June. Now 33 trillion, your family share. Each, each family in America owes $260,000 to the debt. Each family in America. The swamp's answer, let's do another CR. Great, another, another spending bill, in other words. There you go. That's the truth. And now you just always need to remember all the capitulating Republicans that signed on for this. 
whether it's Marjorie Taylor Greene, who was a hero to me, Massey, hero, Thomas Massey, hero to me, can't stand either one of them because of this. this why, why did this happen? Because Thomas Massey and Marjorie Taylor Greene and Kevin McCarthy and most Republicans, I can't remember the exact number, I think it was 33, maybe 33 Republicans that didn't vote for Biden's spending bill because they're all so terrified. They're going to shut down the government and blame it on us. Good. For me, that's a badge of honor. Congratulations. You shut down Le- Leviathan. Great thing. That's a great day for America when the government shut down. It's a great day for America. It means no more wasteful spending. But they all voted not only to up the debt ceiling, they, uh, they eliminated, the, eliminated the debt ceiling until 2025, giving Joe Biden another very effective campaign uh, tool. Another great campaign argument. He, there's just nothing, nobody will be discussing the debt because he doesn't have to ask for another debt ceiling increase right before the election. Because he would be having to ask for an, uh, another uh, debt ceiling increase in the summer of 2024. He doesn't have to do that now because Thomas Massey, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Kevin McCarthy, and most of the Republican Party, including some of the great names, voted to up the debt ceiling and then remove it from discussion until after the election in 2025. Giving Joe Biden a great, uh, well, just it doesn't give him a great argument. It eliminates an argument that we would have against him. Right. All right, Daily Caller on X video. Another, again, I'm just jumping all over the place. Now we're talking about the Biden regime when it comes to Iran. I'll let Kirby talk first, then we'll talk about it. Daily Caller on X video. Kirby will make sure that material will be delivered to the Iranian people. Yeah, right. Play it for me. It's important to remember, Kate, that the, the, the regime doesn't get the money. That they can request a withdrawal for humanitarian goods, agricultural products, medical supplies, food. And then we will run a process through which those goods are contracted for. The Iranians don't even get to let the contracts. We'll make sure that the contracts are let with vendors that we know we can trust. And then that material will be delivered to the Iranian people. The Iranian regime does not get hands on this money. So, of course, the Biden administration released $6 billion of secured funds. In other words, confiscated funds that we confiscated from the Iranians because they were using it to build improvised explosive devices that killed our, that killed our Marines and our, our, our military forces in numerous countries around the globe as the number one state sponsor of terror in the globe, on the globe, is Iran. And we, had to, we confiscated $6 billion of theirs. Now he's giving it back to them, assuring that they're going to make sure that it gets into the hands of the Iranian people. How would that happen, Johnny? Hey, Johnny, are you, are you flying over to Iran and then handing bread into women's hands? No, absolutely. Of course not. It'll go to some worthless NGO, just like at the border and every other that I've already talked about. That will, that will be paid off. That will be making interest off of this. That will end up funding John Kirby to get some jobs somewhere and go into his own pockets, as always. The, end, the endless symbiote. But he can't assure that any of this money is going to be used for starving Iranian people. No, it's just absolute tripe. And in the midst of this, go to the right, next one for me. In the midst of this, giving back their $6 trillion. Basically the same day that the Biden administration releases $6 billion to the Iranian government, Iran blocks nuclear inspectors. I mean, you, 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 I mean, these people are such spineless little worms. And then nobody holds them accountable. This is the Washington Times. Why, is this, why isn't this in the Post or the Wall Street Journal or the New York Times? Of course not. Because it is. Biden gives them $6 billion, and then the next day, they block nuclear inspectors from coming into their country. They just get used and abused. They just get used and abused and tossed out the limo. 
It's amazing. It's amazing people ever vote for any of these people. And again, I say this, these same useless idiots. And you're like, Tom, there's a narrative and there's an agenda behind it. All. I know, but for so I don't keep going down every single wormhole. I'm just going to call them idiots for now. These same useless idiots tell Christians to lock down their churches and buy electric vehicles, and they all do it. It's amazing to me. All right, Benny Johnson video. Joe Biden caught, and again, I'm, I'm just jumping all over the place. Just have to show you this video because it's fantastic. Joe Biden was caught on camera discussing business with Hunter. Play it for me. Political speech in South Carolina. Uh, look who's watching Joe work the room. Joe is schmoozing everybody after this speech. See what we have shaded there? That's Hunter watching every step of the way. Next video, as Joe schmoozes at the right time, Hunter, he's still my, Hunter moves in. All right, he Hunter moves in as soon as it turns to business. Watch and listen here. Maybe you can work something out, man. Yeah, yeah. 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 that's out. what we'll do. Well, Hunter was just telling well, about his firm in Washington. Yeah, yeah. And you have a card on I do. I, I don't, but I'll give you my. Uh, well, let me give you my. Yeah, call. and then I'll, I'll give you my, I gave them yeah. all away. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was a wonderful so then Joe goes right back to schmoozing and watch the men step away to conduct business separately. You see it right there. That's how it worked. That's how it worked. Circumstantial, but devastating. Joe it's absolutely true. And just so everybody knows, influence peddling is a felony. Using These are two different things. Influence peddling is one charge. And then using your political position to benefit financially benefit your family is another charge. He's guilty of both. doesn't matter whether he ever received a dime or not. And we all know that Joe Biden, through 23 shell companies, offshore accounts, SARs and banks, where they were violated. A normal person never will see an SAR their entire life. And they've got like 120 against the Biden family. He did. Joe Biden, obviously, over time, it will be revealed after that Joe Biden received copious millions from Hunter Biden's business transactions, global business transactions. We get all that, but let's just pretend for ease of conversation because that's the Democrats' endless, uh, their endless tripe, their endless propaganda, their endless gas, gaslighting. Is, there's no proof that Joe Biden received a dime. That video right there is illegal. You heard Hunter Biden say, you know what, at a dinner that his dad is a major part of and speaker at, I believe, Senator or VP at the time, he's got, he, he handed out all his business cards. It's illegal. It's illegal for that to happen. It's influence peddling and it's using your political position to financially benefit your child. It is illegal. Period. Doesn't matter whether Joe Biden received a dime or not, which he did. We all know that. All right, switching subjects. Let's go to the border. Now, here's with this. What I want you to do, guys, is I'll just we're just going to do all these these three videos: Active Patriots, Steve Laws, and Graham Allen. Just do them all side by side. I just want to show you this because this is how bad it can get, and it can get this bad overnight. You can just side by side them whenever you can, and just switch them up like in 30 seconds or whatever. Now, where is this? What I'm showing you here is I'm a little bit behind the times on this, but so some of you heard about it, some of you may not have. This is Lampedusa, Italy. This is a small island in Italy. Now, what does this look like to you? Just leave them up until I tell you to change, guys. That, that way you don't have to take the pressure off of you. So what, what does this look like to you? Does, it, th I mean, does this not look like an invasion? I mean, look, look at all of these people. Just stay with me, Aaron, because I'm going to use you. So, does this not look like an invasion? This is Lampedusa, if I'm saying that right, in Italy. Just last week. This is last week. I didn't get to this. I wanted to. So does this not look like you saw the boats coming in? 
They're just taking over. They've taken over this island. All of these African immigrants have taken over this island. All right, that's not allowed. You can talk about compassion all you want. Now let's look at all. Now, how many women are you seeing? You see it? Look at this. Does that not look like an invasion to you? Yeah. You're like, well, thank goodness we don't have that happening here. It's worse here. <laughs> yeah. It's worse here. It's 200,000 a month here. This is thousands in a day, but we're 200,000 a month. Thousands per day at the United States too. I remember one day last week was 8,000 that they documented. In one day. It's worse here. So this is what's happening. Go to the next one for me. Steve Law's video. I'll just show you what's happening. Yeah, here it is. I mean, where are the women? Where, where are they? Can you show me any of the women anywhere? Okay, you're like, Tom, what does this have to do with anything? I've told you this. It is all about, all about. Why? It's like, like I showed you in the pregame. Poland, this is not allowed. They would all be removed by force. They would be prevented from entering the country by force. That's yeah. how it should be. Yep. You're allowed to defend your borders. And now rioting is happening. I don't know if I have the latest videos or not, but rioting's happening here in Lampedusa. It's happening. It's a small island. It's been completely taken over by African immigrants. There's not one woman in the crowd because this is all part of the leftist, globalist, bourgeois, elitist agenda, which is to leverage you into a one-world commerce system with a singular access point controlled by them, controlled by tyranny, controlled by totalitarianism. That's what this is all about. And one of the ways to control people is to flood their countries with third world immigrants who have no adherence adherence to the heritage of that country. If you use the United States as an example, you flood the United States with millions. By the end of this year, it'll be 8 million illegal immigrants that are documented, which means it's at minimum 16 million, according to CPB statistics. Six days, 16 million people have crossed the border illegally, minimum, and it's up to five times that many, up to five times uh, 8 million. So it's up to 40. It's between 16 million and 40 million people have legally crossed our border under the Biden administration. Those people are very easily globally governed because they don't have any adherence to the Constitution. They have no heritage connection to the Constitution. That's why you're seeing this. All military-aged men, that's exactly what's coming into this country. I'll show you video after video after video where one in a hundred's a woman. So their stormtroopers are ready to go. You're like, how would that ever work? Because they have no adherence to, they had no adherence to the Constitution of the United States of America. So when they get an order out of Beijing, or they get an order out of Davos, Switzerland, or they get an order from Ursula von der Leyen, that you know what, America's dangerous, and there's too much CO2, take, you know, take over, take over the, the fossil fuel industry, don't allow people to drive, block the roads, they're right here, ready to go. You're like, they wouldn't do that because they'd be violating the Constitution, they have no adherence to the Constitution. I'm telling you, that's what's happening. It's exactly what's happening. You're like, is there nobody who's just trying to find a job? Yes, there's always exceptions. But why is there no women? None. Find one. Find one. You can't. Go to the next one for me, Graham Allen. Just more from Lampedusa just to show you this stuff. Here you go. Yeah, you just made it. Look at this. Does this look good to you? Like, thank goodness this isn't happening here. It's happening here every day. Every day. That's why they're being shipped to Chicago, New York, and L.A. Let, it, let the people who want this, this is what Gavin Newsom wants. Send it to Gavi. That's what he wants. This is what Chicago wants. This is what Eric Adams wants. Send him. That's what Kathy Oka wants. This, this what Jay, so you got the governors from California, Illinois, New York, right? Which is, I believe Illinois is the fifth largest state. Send them all. 
Send every last illegal immigrant and they can deal with it because this is what they vote for. Send them. Now, we know Katie Hobbs won't, won't cooperate in Arizona. She'll have all of the people who voted for Katie Hobbs. Congratulations. This is what you want. Then you can deal with it in Arizona. And I love Arizona. I'm just telling you, and Carrie Lake was robbed. There's a fraudulent election. I don't hesitate. It's a fraudulent election. I don't care what people think. That's, I mean, it's absolute proof. But let them have it. Kathy Hochul, this is what she wants. This is what she advocates for. This is what she votes for. This is what she supports. She can have it. J.B. Pritzker in Illinois can have it. Gavin Newsom can have it. Ship them all, because this is happening every day in America. All right, go to the next one we have. That's going to be a Justin Hart video. Just to let you know, you can decide by the sides of this, too. Justin Hart video. This is so insane. Oh, so you think it's not happening in America? There you go. Here it is. Right here. Every day. It doesn't end here. There's more. They'll show you. That's just they show a couple people go through now. While the cameras are on, they shut the gate. Oh, look at uh Whoops. Find the women. Find them. This is the United States of America now. And just notice the entire globalist narrative is implemented in this one video. All these people are masked. What are they masked for? <laughs> what are they masked for? Look, for, for the latest Omicron 246 or 286 or whatever it is, 846, I can't remember the number. What are they masked for? Is they're going to follow the, they're very easily globally governed. Like I said, that's the point of it all. They're very easily globally governed. Hey, you know, put a mask on. Okay, I don't have any constitutional rights. They try to try it. Just try to put a mask on me. Just try it. It's not going to end well for you. It's not going to end well. You'll either be unconscious or I'll be unconscious. Then you can put it on me after I'm unconscious. But I ain't put no mask on, but these people are very easily globally governed. They have no adherence to the Constitution. They're con- they don't have constitutional rights anyway because they're not United States citizens. But if they were, they'd be like, you know what? I don't put a mask on, but they're very easily globally governed. All right, let's go to the next one. And wokeness video. New video shows, here it is. You're not, it's not happening in America. Uh, this train loads of migrants coming into the United States. Right here. There it is. This is in the United States. This, I mean, nobody's being checked. Nobody, and, I mean, explain to me. How all of the, look at this, and find the women. Ready? Find them. Find the women. You won't see one. Find the women. And, and these people are coming from Africa. They're coming from China. It's not all, it's not Mexican. It's not all Venezuelan or Costa Ricans. These are all from all over the world. Explain to me how these people are properly documented. We know who these people are. Explain to me how that would work. When, you, when you're dealing with 200,000 people a month, 200,000 people a month, I don't even know how many agents are part of the CBP, Customs and Border Patrol. How are you going to find out the 200,000 to 200,000 to 300,000 a month? And always remember that these statistics are very conflated because according to CBP statistical data gathering, it's one to five times what you hear. So it's a minimum of about 60,000 agents. That's it. (laughs) 60,000 agents for the United States of America. And uh, between 200 and 400,000 or more documented people are crossing. Not documented aliens, just the ones that they know crossed. They have no idea who they are. They're sending them out into America. You're like, no, that, that's the governor of Texas. Said, no, that's after they've been released. After they've been released by the C- CBP, Greg, Greg Abbott loads them on buses and sends them to Illinois, New York, and L.A., which he should be doing. Great, because Pritzker... Newsom and Hochul love this. They love this. What they want. Enjoy it, idiots. Enjoy it. But just under but just understand, how in the world would any of these people be documented? We have 60,000 CBP agents and 400,000 people a month coming through the border. 
Oh, explain impossible. to me. Who are these people? Yeah, totally impossible. How many rapists? How many child molesters? How many drug? How many of these people are cartel members? How many sex traffickers? How many of these people are cartel members that are actively sex trafficking right there on the train? Yeah. Make, calling themselves an uncle or an aunt or whatever else, going in and sex trafficking a seven-year-old. It's just like Aaron and I documented on the podcast where the seven-year-old was found at the border with 56 different specimens of semen in her body. As a seven-year-old. Disgusting. And that's what, this is what these people, we, you know, they really care about the kids and AOC at the border crying over kids in cages. Far more kids in cages now than there ever was under the Trump administration. And the kids in the cages were built by the Biden-Obama administration, the Obama-Biden administration. Those cages were built by them. And she's down there crying over, crying over those kids in the cages. And now they've even graduated. They're not even, even cages anymore where you could actually breathe through them. Now they're plexiglass because of COVID. And there's thousands, tens of thousands more in cages per day now than there ever was under the Trump administration. But she's never down there now because now it's not politically expedient for her to care about kids. She only cares about kids when she thinks, you know what, I'm going to be able to increase the, the uh, patriation uh, of, my, of my clothing company. Because as a devout socialist communist, she's running a clothing company. Yeah. So these people are. It's all fraud. It's all a symbiote. It's all a circle bleep. All right, go to the next one for me. Uh, this one here we'll play, guys. This is Trace Gallagher, right? Yeah. Am I right on the right one? Uh, Benny Johnson. Or Benny Johnson. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This one we'll play. All right, Benny Johnson video. Shocking footage from the southern border. Play it for me. Take a look at this video out of San Diego yesterday afternoon. What you're looking at is three unmarked white Border Patrol buses. They pull up, and they start releasing several hundred illegal immigrants to city streaks and sidewalks in San Diego across from a transit terminal. Uh, People were on this bus from as far away as China and Pakistan. And keep in mind, these buses are not from Texas. They're not Greg Abbott's buses. These are the Biden administration's buses. This is Border Patrol mass releasing people. You can see handfuls of them are standing around not knowing where they are, what to do, where to go next. And there was a remarkable exchange between one migrant and a Border Patrol agent as he asked the agent, hey, am I okay to travel to Chicago? And the agent says, yep, you're good to go. Take a listen. And these mass releases also taking place in Border Patrol's Tucson, Arizona sector. We shot this video in Sierra Vista, Arizona yesterday afternoon. A Guatemalan family dropped off by Border Patrol in a Dollar Tree parking lot, just a random store parking lot. They didn't know where they were. They didn't know what to do. And the local sheriff out there says these mass street releases aren't fair to the community. They're not fair to the migrants. Take a listen. People come from all over the country to smuggle here, endanger this community, the citizens, and we worked united to, to combat that. Then to find out yesterday that... There you go. So there it is. Now, just a couple of things on this. So those people are being... Everybody see that was actually... They were dumping them in San Diego, California. <clears throat> that was not Greg Abbott dumping them in San Diego, California. One was Tucson, the other one was San Diego, I believe. But that was not, that was not Greg Abbott dumping them. It wasn't Ron DeSantis. I mean, that was the Biden administration. Dumping them. Hey, Aaron, put yourself on. What did you say if they actually cared? Oh, I was just saying, if they actually cared about these people, you'd want them to come here legally so that you can assist them in creating, like, a new life. That's not right. Not just dump them on the side of the street. Exactly, and that's what's happening. That's why you're seeing mass protests inside of NYC yeah. right now. Did anybody just notice, too, in that video, 
They dumped him off in San Diego. San Diego, which is run by Democrats, has been run by Democrats. You notice the trash everywhere? It's absolutely disgusting how Democrats live. I never litter. Ever. You mean, you're, you're just, I mean, Democratic cities are just disgusting filth. Pick up your freaking trash, Democrats. Look at that. Look at, look at that picture. There, there it is. Look at the trash. I mean, absolute trash. And again, here it is. Leave that up for me. Because I may, you know, just may keep talking about it. Who knows? I mean, you're just disgusting. Democrat cities are disgusting. Yeah. Absolute, absolute filth. And where are these citizens coming, these people coming from? They're not, it's not all Venezuelans or, or, or uh, Mexicans or Costa Ricans. These are from China and Pakistan. Just what I want in America is a bunch of unvetted <laughs> Pakistanians. Yeah. Let's put a bunch of unvetted Pakistanians. We have no idea who they are. How would you verify 60,000 Border Patrol agents total? And that means 30,000 are working a day. 30,000 a day. 400,000 people a month are coming through this country. You don't tell them it's not that big. I'm telling you, it's that big. Yeah, it is. It's 200000 a month that they know about. That doesn't even count gotaways. And then the CBP statistics say it's one to five times that many because most of them they don't catch. Those are the people that catch, they catch, or the people that are coming and claiming asylum or turn themselves in for asylum. That's the 200000 It's up to five times. It's up to a million a month. Yeah. That's the fact. They drop them off here in disgusting San Diego. I mean, what the heck? If it is San, I don't want to bash San Diego. I think it said San Diego. It's either San Diego, Tucson. No, at least one of them is Tucson. But it's a disgusting leftist city. It's going to blame Greg Abbott. It's not Greg Abbott. This would be the Biden administration. Just dropping them off. These people don't even know where to go. And they're told by CBP, quote, the guy asked, can I go to Chicago? He answers, the CBP agent answers, you can do whatever you want. You're free. They have no idea who that guy is. You're like, they have some idea. They have no idea. How are you going to know? How would they be able to vet that person? Oh, you, you, they call Pakistan? They call China? We have a great relationship yeah, with we Pakistan. Have a great, yeah, we have a great uh, relationship with, with uh, nuclear-powered Pakistan. So it's great. They, they take nuclear-powered Pakistan and allow them, and nuclear-powered China, and allow them to infiltrate our society through, via illegal immigration. All right, here's the Trace Gallagher video. Most media outlets aren't covering the major influx. Play it for me. While the Fox News denied Common Sense Department thinks Elon Musk is asking a fair question, why is the media, except for Fox News and a few others, ignoring the border crisis? It clearly exists. In fact, it's likely getting worse. Just today in Eagle Pass, Texas, some 2,200 illegal migrants crossed the border in just a few hours one of the largest crossings ever. And it's no longer just conservatives sounding the alarm. The mayors of the nation's three largest cities, New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago, all of them Democrats, all of them fed up, are saying something needs to be done. Even liberal columnist Fareed Zakaria wrote a piece in the Washington Post saying, quote, Democrats need to admit that they're wrong on immigration. But the Biden administration is not really big on admitting anything. And the Homeland Security Secretary says the border is working but needs tweaks. <laughs> needs tweaks. Two to 400,000 people a month are crossed because, listen, this is what Mayorkas wants. This is actually part of his leftist bourgeois elitist out of Davos agenda to flood America with third world immigrants so they're easily globally governed. You and I, there's 624 people watching right now on various platforms. You and I are not easily globally governed. We're not going to listen to orders out of Davos. These people will because they don't know the Bill of Rights. 
They don't know the Declaration of Independence. They don't know the First Amendment, the Second Amendment, Third Amendment, Fourth Amendment. They don't know any of them. They don't know the Constitution. They just, they're either coming here because they want some sort of economic freedom or they've been sent here by the globalists. And even if they weren't directly sent here, influenced to come here because they'll be easily globally governed. So now all of these leftist mayors, and we'll just concentrate on the three cities, Chicago, New York, and L.A., L.A. Governor Karen Bass, I mean, L.A. Uh, Mayor Karen Bass, globalist leftist. Chicago never thought it could get worse than Lori Lightfoot <laughs> until they elected Brandon Johnson. And then, of course, she never thought it could get worse than Billy de Blasio, Mr. Eating French Fries so you get a vaccine guy. Mm, remember his lip smacking? Mm, vaccines. Remember that? Never yeah. thought it could get worse. Oh, I need those names. Leave those names up for me, Aaron. Can you? Thank you. I don't, I don't have those guys memorized. And then, of course, you got worse than Bill de Blasio. Eric Adams is now in charge of New York. And now they're all going, well, what? You can't send us any of these more any more of these markets. Why? Why can Del Rio? Why? Why does Del Rio, Texas, have to take them? Why do? Why does the Rio Grande Valley have to take them? Why does Tucson, Arizona, have to take them? You take them. Yeah. They didn't vote for it. You did. Del Rio, Del Rio, uh, Texas voted for Donald Trump and the wall. You take them. You took down the wall. You sold the wall. Eric Adams, Karen Bass, Brandon Johnson. You voted for these policies. Enjoy them, idiots. Enjoy it. You know, you break out all, like my former worship leader said, who's a globalist idiot. Enjoy your bigger table. Let's not build bigger walls. Let's build a bigger table. There it is. Get busy building. Get on there. This is what you want. Enjoy it. Let's look at some New York response. Tim Young video. Here you have, you had Jerry Nadler, Jared Nadler, and then AOC go to New York because, listen, this is what Nadler wants because it doesn't touch Jerry Nadler and his penthouse in New York. Yep. And it's worth millions of dollars even though he's only ever made $150,000 a year. But he's worth millions. AOC, even though she's never made more than $147,000 a year, she is worth millions. So nobody can get near their walled-off mansions or their their uh, their fifth floor, fifth story penthouses and everything else. Nobody touches them. Nothing new. They they walk out of their house. They're greeted by staff. Get into their limo and drive to their office, whether it's D.C. or New York. That's all that that's all that they know. Oh, sorry. They drive. They 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 walk out of their building, met by a chauffeur who ushers them to Starbucks first to get their cafe latte, and then they go to their office. So they, they're never touched by any of these things, so they're all for it because they think it makes them look altruistic and compassionate. But now it's touching them. Eric, this is in New York, and, and of course, AOC, um, her district is New York. Nadler's district is New York City. Lots of congressional seats out of New York City. So that's where they're coming from, and here's the feedback they're getting from their own citizens. Play it for me. these migrants to make sure they're fully vaccinated, to make sure to, to connect them with relatives and send them on their way if they know where they want to go, uh, to give them employment counseling. You know where they're going? 
they going on the tour because there are some issues? I'm the, sorry? There are some issues in the schools in New York City. There are issues in the what? The schools in New York City. What about okay. them? There's an Just listen to the guys lying propaganda. New York is welcoming countless migrants. Did that sound like they're welcoming them? And listen to the New Yorkers that voted for it. Now enjoy it. Enjoy the fruits of your votes. Yep. Enjoy it. This is what you wanted. Why does Del Rio, Texas have to eat all this? Why? Why does El Paso need to eat all this? This is what you vote for. Not what El Paso voted for. What you voted for. Not what Texas voted for, what New York and New York City voted for. Enjoy it. Enjoy. Why are you mad? Now, if it's Republicans that are protesting right there, then you should be protesting. But by the way, nobody really is. And did you hear what Nadler said? New York is welcoming countless migrants. Oh, they sounded really welcoming, didn't they? When liberals have to live with with the fruits of their policies, with the fruits of their legislation, they hate it. Yep. High gas prices, that's your socialism. High medical care prices, that's your socialism. Why don't you love it? Why don't all Democrats pay more taxes instead of try to avoid them? Why would Hunter Biden, who has voted endlessly Democrat his entire life, why is he being charged with tax evasion or will be charged with tax evasion? He should love taxes. New York Nadler says welcoming countless migrants. And he said, don't worry, they're all going to be fully vaxxed. Oh, really? How are you pulling that off, Nads? <laughs> go Nads. How, how are you pulling that off, Go Nads? Go Nadler? How exactly are you pulling off that 200,000 people a month are being, 200 to 400,000 people a month are being fully vaccinated? How are you, how, how is that? How are they being fully vaccinated? And again, that's only the ones they know about. So it's 200,000 to a million per month are crossing the border right now. How is Jerry Nadler assuring New Yorkers that don't worry, everybody's fully vaccinated against the virus with a 0.1% death rate. So who gives a crap anyway? <laughs> Amazing. All right, here's the next one for you. Here's residents of Chicago and wokeness video. Play it for me. I wanted to know if there is a capacity limit and what is, what is that limit if there is one and what is, why can't we close the borders of Chicago or the state of Illinois in the first place? Why can't we close the borders? I don't know if there's a limit. I do know that when you are seeking asylum, you are granted protections from the U.S. to not return. So that is the process that folks are going through when they come here, when they get their interview, and then the Texas governor sends them to Illinois, and specifically Chicago. So they get to come, once they do an interview in Texas, they get to come regardless. Texas says, you're an asylum seeker, you're being persecuted, so yeah, you can leave your country and come here and go wherever you want. Not Texas. This The federal government is the one that does the process around asylum seeking. It is Texas who is making the decision to send them to Chicago. And that's, that's what I wanted to know. Can and we say... No, we won't take anymore. It has to come from the... See, people are so politically ignorant. By the way, that group is 96% of that neighborhood voted for Joe Biden. 96%. (laughs) Now they're complaining that they're receiving the benefits of the Biden administration that they voted for. You knew you were voting for open borders, and then she tries to blame it on Texas. Texas is letting them in. It's got nothing to do with Texas. It's the Customs and Border Patrol agents. It is the Biden administration. 
It is, it is, it is Alejandro Mayorkas. That's who's sending them. That's who's allowing them in. They got to go somewhere. What do you want them all to say? Listen, Texas is going to send them to the people who want this legislation. Yeah. Who want this policy. This is what you voted for. You're like, yeah, we get our welfare. We get a, we get an Obama phone. Yeah, you also get immigrants. <laughs> you get welfare. You get a guaranteed monthly income. And you get Venezuelans and Pakistanians and Chinese. Make room. Enjoy the fruits of your votes, Chicagoans. Enjoy it. 96% voted for Biden. Now you get the advantages of the Biden administration, which is illegal migrants being bused to your cities. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Oh, you love it. You love to get to wear the moniker of compassion. Oh, bet we build a bigger table. A bigger table. Of course, we're never going to set a table. We build a bigger table, not a bigger wall. Look how compassionate we are. Look how virtuous we are with our masks on and everything else. Look how virtuous we are. Well, if you're so virtuous, then why are you not taking the migrants that you're in favor of immigrating into this country? Yeah. Take them. Where's the compassion? Open your home. Yeah, where's the compassion? Why, why are you wanting them kicked out? What is, what is the view of Joy, Joy Bayard and the rest of those communists? Why aren't they? Well, they're like, well, they could go somewhere else. It's a big country. Why would you want them to go anywhere else? This is what you voted for. This is what you like. Enjoy it. I don't want them here. I'm not afraid to go get a race. I'm not. What race am I applying it to? They're illegals. Yep. They broke the law. I don't want them here. Anybody who immigrated legal, legally, you're welcome right here. Welcome here. Welcome. You, you, you obeyed the laws. I'm not for lawlessness. Lawlessness is a trait of Satan, not God. All right, Ben Burkwan video. So just again, this, I've shown, shown you this video. Because allegedly, anybody, and again, it's all one agenda, leverage you into one world commerce system with a singular access point controlled by them, that's the plan. That's how it goes. Using the various various tactics. One of those taxes, tactics is mass illegal migration so they can be easily globally governed. If you believe in mass illegal migration, then you believe that climate is a problem, right? You believe that CO2 emissions are a problem. If you believe that CO2 emissions are a problem, you love wearing masks. If you love wearing masks, you love to kill the unborn. It's all one agenda with different tactics. And the the agenda is to leverage you into one world commerce system using different tactics. It's about seven, eight tactics that they're using. But it's all all one agenda with, with, with many tactics and really one giant narrative. So the thing is, you always just seem to remember Whenever you're seeing somebody who loves to grab guns, who loves to confiscate firearms, that exact same person will pimp and whore vaccines because it's all the same agenda. So if you are allegedly for mass illegal migration, then you must really, really care about the environment, right? You must really care about the environment. Well, Ben Burkholm shows you this, though. Truly unbelievable how bad the environment is around the illegal migration industry. Play for me. Greenpeace, you did this. American environmentalists, you guys did this. De donde son? Where are you from? Vietnam. Vietnam, wow. There you go, Vietnam. Vietnam? Vietnam? Yes. Wow. You speak English? 
Little? Okay. Look at this. This is so what you guys did. This is paradise. This is the jungle. This used to be a So allegedly you believe that climate is a major problem. That the earth is polluted. You really care about the environment, really? So if they really care, would they allow this to happen? They don't really care about anything. Whatever the globalist leftist bourgeois elitists say they care about, they don't care about. They use it as a tactic for their agenda, which is leverage you into a one-world commerce system. If they, I mean, look how beautiful that area is with this kind of like a rolling whitewater sort of river. Look at this place. Yeah. Why can't people clean up their trash? Because they're leftists. They don't really care about the environment. You're saying that the migrants are? A lot of the migrants are leftists. They may get transformed into right-wingers once they enjoy the fruits of the labor. This is once they enjoy the fruits of being a, a, a Democratic Party voter. Just like all the people are enjoying the fruits in New York, Chicago, and L.A. They're enjoying the fruits of their labors now. But I just want to tell you, how do they really believe in climate change? How do they really believe that climate change is an existential threat to their life? How do they believe that keeping the environment pure is such a huge, is such a hu- of huge importance to them? They really believe that is such an important thing. Why do they allow this to happen? Because they don't really care about these people, of course. Yep. They say that they do, but it's just a vehicle. It's a vehicle for them to usher in their agenda. Just like climate change is a vehicle to usher in their agenda. That's all it is. Climate change is simply about getting you onto a singular grid and then not allowing you access to the grid. That's all that it is. Remove your ability to go buy fuel, and you only have one outlet in your house where you can fuel your car, which fuels your job, and they can just shut it off anytime they want. That's the point of it all. This just shows you they don't believe in one thing. It's just like Gavin Newsom at the French Laundry. He didn't really believe in COVID, he was using it to subject you and to bring you into submission and control you. They don't really believe in environmentalism. Otherwise, otherwise, their various policies would not lead to this. They don't really believe in anything they're telling you, which is why I say to Christians and conservatives, please stop following their mandates and their dictates. Yep. Please stop doing it. Now, let me cover this with you real quick before we go. Now I'm trying to decide. You know what? I got to show you this one. I got no, You know what? I'm going to show you this stuff. I got to show you this stuff. Let me see. Okay. Yeah, just go. We'll go to the next one. Either. Luke Rosier. Yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I was going to shift to something else, which I'm still going to do it all anyway. It's 10.01, one minute over overtime. 90 minutes of fury. Currently 91 minutes of fury. All right. <laughs> Daily Wire flew a helicopter over Texas and found the real, that a real estate developer who gave $1.4 million to the governor is creating what is apparently a city for illegal immigrants. Everybody hear that now? You like it's like well, that's why I tell you, Greg Abbott's just like Elon Musk to me. It's like one minute he's doing great things, the next minute he's hiring Linda Yaccarino, who gave one point four million dollars to the governor. Daily Wire flew over, flew a helicopter over Texas, and found that a real estate developer who gave one point four million dollars to Greg Abbott is creating what is apparently a city for illegal immigrants, where buyers get loans directly from the developer, so they don't need social security numbers like you would. From a bank. All right, you don't believe this is happening? Here's the thing. I'll read you the bottom. Have you heard about America's largest illegal immigrant settlement that's said to be a hub of cartel activity? I visited, this is from Spencer Lindquist, I visited Colonial Ridge. Sounds like a neighborhood right around the corner for me, maybe. Colonial Ridge uh, for At Real Daily Wire to learn about a development that's home to forty to 75,000 illegal immigrants. 
45, now here's the, go to the next one for me, just side by side it, Aaron. Spencer uh, Lindquist uh, video, there it is, just showing you, that this is absolutely true. Now, how is this being built? Now, I don't understand how financing works when it comes to this level of financing, but basically it's becoming a sort of an old, like how the railroad used to work in the United States, where you worked for the railroad, you received railroad money, and you bought, and you had to buy in railroad stores. Yeah. That's how it worked. Well, here, the developer is the bank, and the developer is building, obviously, the house. So you get your loans directly from the developer so you don't have to provide a social security number or a driver's license. You don't have to identify yourself. So basically, is this sort of a communist third world dictatorship where people are now going to be totally untraced, unable to find out where they're receiving their money from, that go out and work illegally all under the table to finance housing that they're, they're getting, whatever it is, they, they, don't have to, they don't have to have a driver's license, don't have to have, to have a social security number. The developer gave $1.4 million to the governor who's allowing this to happen in Texas. That's Greg Abbott. So this developer now will be receiving proceeds from cartel money, untraceable. Mm-hmm. And these people will go out and work illegally Farming out 70 and 8-year-old girls and 14-year-old girls and women to be sexually, and boys, to be sexually abused, they'll be able to receive that money and buy homes with it. Untraceable. That's exactly what's happening. Just so you know, forty-five to 75,000 people will live right there in the state of Texas. You're like, Greg Abbott seems to be doing so good. He's compromised. Yep. He's just compromised. He'll do what's necessary to get elected, which makes him an unprincipled charlatan. You're just a political expedient. You're not somebody who actually has, what, what should happen with all these illegals? Send them back. They're lawless. They should be sent back. Let me show you this. Dr. Anastasia Maria Lopez video. Four small children overdosed yesterday at a Bronx daycare. Overdosed from fentanyl. Where's, where's fentanyl come from? Hey, Aaron, put yourself on. Where's fentanyl come from? China. There you go. Ah, wait, go back, put yourself back on. <laughs> I looked at Aaron as a witness. China gets it here How? Mexico. There you go. <laughs> That's the Biden administration. And now the Biden administration has reached out and touched a Bronx daycare with their fentanyl. You know, you're like, how can this be? Because J- Joe Biden has to obey Xi Jinping. Yep. That's why there's no COVID investigation, the gain of function research going on. That would send Bill and Melinda Gates to prison for treason. And Anthony Fauci to, for treason. Ralph Barrick to prison for treason. Ralph Barrick was teaching people at the, at the Wuhan Institute of Virology how to hide the effects of gain-of-function research. He's teaching the bat lady, Dr. G, that. But Joe Biden, because he flew over with Hunter Biden, well, Hunter Biden flew over with him on Air Force Two and received $1.4 billion from a CCP-controlled bank for Hunter Biden's consultancy fees and his bank expertise. His banking expertise, the crack dealer or the crack-smoking, uh, crack whore-chasing, broke man. We received $1.4 billion from a CCP-controlled bank for his banking consultancy fees. Joe Biden, that's why there's a, there is now a Chinese base in Cuba. Joe Biden can't do anything because if he does, that's why, you, that's why Voldemar Zelensky has, speaking of gonads, has Joe Biden buy the gonads. They'll just release their prop to bank data, their metabiota data. They don't have time to get into all that tonight. If you know, you know. Their Burisma data, let's release it. You give us our millions of dollars or we're going to release it. They just gave him another $33 million. 
They'll release it. So four small children overdosed yesterday at, Bro- at the Bronx Daycare. Dr. Anesthesia Mar- Maria Lopez video. Play it for me. At 2.43 this afternoon, we received a 911 call for three unconscious children at 2707 Morris Avenue here in the Bronx. This location is a daycare center named the Kingbridge Heights Community Center. Here we found three children, two males, two years old, one female, eight months old. All three children were unresponsive and demonstrating symptoms of opioid exposure. Narcan was administered to all three of these children in in an attempt to save their lives. Two children survived, unfortunately. One male, two years old, passed away at Montefiore Hospital at 3.29 p.m. Additionally, we learned that another child, a male, two years old, was removed from this same daycare center earlier in the day at 12.15 p.m. Once home, the child's mother noticed that the kid was acting lethargic and unresponsive. He was brought to Bronx Care Hospital where he was administered Narcan and his life was saved. The NYPD executed a search warrant at this daycare center where we discovered a kilo press. This is, this is an item that is commonly used by drug dealers when pack, packaging large quantities of drugs. This is an active criminal investigation. The children involved are three males, two years old, one female, eight months old. One child was brought to Bronx Care. Three children were brought to Montefiore Hospital. 207 Morris Avenue is a licensed daycare center by the state of New York. It was last inspected September 9th of this year where no violations were observed. This investigation is... So I just want to congratulate Eric Adams as he sits hopelessly by. Enjoy the fruit of the policies you voted for. Yep. That's you, Eric Adams. It's your fault. This is like it's Fauci's fault that COVID ever happened, vaccine deaths ever happened, didn't get to any of that tonight. I've got plenty of COVID stuff to get to on the next podcast on Thursday night at 8.30. Make sure you're there. And just a, you know, a couple of things here I wanted to get out get to you before we left. Is there Stephen's son, the, the former Capitol Police chief, testified before a congressional hearing today. And, he's, and, he, and a couple of things, a couple of Nancy Pelosi lies. First of all, Nancy Pelosi has denied that the National Guard was requested. He confirmed they were and requested to her. So she's a bold-faced liar and potentially a perjurer. Pelosi also says she had never spoken to, to Stephen Sund after the 1-6 incident, and it was confirmed today that she spoke to him three times after the incident. So she's a bold-faced liar. And listen, I have some concerns about Trump. I'm not avoiding the Trump stuff. There's been three bad things that Trump's done over the last 10 days, 7 to 10 days. He's still pimping and whoring the vaccine, saying that he saved 100 million people through the vaccination. That's a bull-faced freaking lie. That's why, listen, for me, it, there's, it's a two-man race. It's Trump and DeSantis. Trump has had a bad couple days. Yeah. And I am not sold out to anybody, period. Then he said that he can't define a woman. It's on video, folks. And this, please don't be a sycophant for anybody. It's not all 4D chess. And then he came out against, I have the video, against, he called him DeSanctus's six-week abortion ban. He can't have abortion after six weeks. Called it horrific or dangerous or, or something along those lines. Yeah, horrific and terrible. Horrific and terrible. <laughs> for, for, for Ron DeSantis to put a six, nobody gets aborted after six-week bill in, in, or legislation 
or law into effect in the state of Florida. How can you say that? Listen, I, I vote on abortion. That's really what I do. Because everything else, tax policy, foreign policy, whatever else. Listen, these are murder of human beings. Trump better get better fast. Horrible 10 days. Now, he put out a response and was accurate about how good he did because he's the one that got Roe v. Wade overturned. That's true. Credit to him. And I know what game he's playing right now, but you're not going to get their votes anyway, Donald. You're not going to get their votes, President Trump. You are not going to get them. I know what you're trying to do. They are claiming that abortion was a big part of our midterm losses. It wasn't. The big part of our midterm losses was Rona, Romney, McDaniel, establishment Republicanism. The exactly the opposite. What we should have done was come hardcore against abortion. You get more people to vote for you. Yep. If you come out lukewarm, it's just like Revelation 3, 15 and 16. You get spewed out of people's mouths. Lukewarm's gross. Come out hot or cold. And I know what game he's trying to play. He thinks he's going to get marginal Democratic votes as long as he stays away from the explosive subject matter of abortion. No, you go the opposite and get your base out. All, you, all he was asked was, he was asked two things. Are you for a federal ban on abortion? And he said he'd like consider that. And then he said, would you, what about, since she says to him, she's a Pravda medias. Why he's doing an MSNBC interview, I don't know. She's a Pravda, Goebbels, Mockingbird media, uh, quote unquote journalist. And she asked him, would you support a 15 week ban on abortion? No abortions after 15 weeks. And he wouldn't answer. He said he'd have a discussion with both sides. President Trump, come on, I told you, listen, I know I'll lose viewers. The Trump sycophants, listen, if you're a Trump sycophant, you're an inch away from being a Democrat because that's what they are. A Democrat will vote Democrat even if they came out as anti-puppy. If if they came out today and said, you know what, we want to kill half the Earth's population, all Democrats still vote Democrat. They never turn on each other, nothing. You have to be a free thinker. I hope, I listen, I hope that the people that watch this podcast, you know, you should be, what you should be a sick infant for is the Bible, for Jesus, for the Trinity, Father, Son, Holy Ghost. That's it. And, and Son is the Bible. Jesus is the Word. Be a sick infant for that. No matter what that says is true. But Donald Trump has had a bad 10 days. And I am, listen, I weigh my options. Mm-hmm. Problem with DeSantis is, is in the same week, DeSantis is meeting with Mitt Romney's campaign finance director. And I love and I love both Trump and DeSantis. I'm like, but come on. You can't you have to come out and say, ah, yes, absolutely. I am for a 15-week ban on abortion, and I hope someday that it is federally banned. Do it! You get your base out. Yep. Stop being afraid of their base and get your base out. That's the key. Take it to them. Don't be on defense all the time. I'm not, I told you, not a sycophant for anybody. Do you want to stop watching the podcast? That's fine. I'm just telling you, I'm not sycophantical for anybody. I am pro-life. You know why? Because Jeremiah 1.5 says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed. And in your book, they all were written. The days fashioned for me when as yet there were none of them. Psalm 139.16. If God says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. I'm not trifling with what he formed in the womb. 
and that he knew before he formed in the womb. I don't, I do not poke the Yahweh bear. Because we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may receive what is due him for the things done while in the body, whether good or bad. 2 Corinthians 5.10. So I don't, I, listen, I'm not poking the bear. And if, listen, if you've ever had an abortion and you've asked God to forgive you, your, your sin is separated as far as from the east as from the west from you. Not condemning anybody who's had an abortion. It's just another, it's another sin. It's like my many sins, all of sin. Romans 3.23, and falling short of the glory of God. I'm not coming down on anybody who's had an abortion and repented of it. I am coming down on the wickedness of those who continue to perpetuate abortion. Yeah. And these chances, Donald Trump, had better stop trying to play both sides. That's what got DeSantis in trouble, he calls DeSantis. That's what got DeSantis in trouble. DeSantis is trying to play both sides in that debate, looking around, seeing who's raising their hand and who's not. <laughs> so pathetic. It, it is. Aaron just said it's so pathetic. It is. Don't be pathetic. Stand up for what you believe in. Yep. And everybody, please like and share this video. Our numbers have been stinking up lately. I don't I mean, I'm always very honest, just so you know. Numbers kind of stunk in church on Sunday, too. But maybe, you know, maybe I'm just too much for some. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, like and share. You switch over to Rumble. Share it on Rumble. We, we, were, we were surging up towards trying to get to 1,000 on Rumble. Only gotten to, like, the 600s tonight. We've broken up into the 900s before. We have been averaging in the 7s. So we got to get back up there, like and share this to as many people as you possibly can. It's just all about the truth here, not being a sycophant. We're not about being sycophantic here. It's all about the truth. Back here Thursday night, do not miss it, 8.30, full 90 minutes of fury. Tonight was 106 minutes of fury. Who knows how long it'll really go, but scheduled for 90 minutes of fury. No matter what, it'll be a minimum of 90 minutes of fury on Thursday night. Love you all. See you then. God bless you. Christians who are in these churches, these fake churches that don't preach the word of God, they think persecution means you're wrong. But what does the word of God say in Matthew chapter 5, verses 11 and 12? Blessed are you when people persecute you. Blessed are you when people speak evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. 